Hello there and welcome to Not Just About Copy, the podcast that supports small business owners, freelancers and in-house marketing professionals like you to build their copy confidence. I'm your host and copy coach, Emma McMillan, and I'm here to help you write and communicate better. To help you do this, you need a few things. To know why good copy works and to write with purpose. To understand your tone of voice and your audience deeply and confidence and sustainable writing habits so you actually take action. This podcast can help, I promise. Insightful conversations and solo coaching episodes will give you fresh ideas, practical tips and strategies to write copy with more flow, confidence and fun, to market strategically and to ride that small business roller coaster. I acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which I record this podcast, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations and honour their deep language and storytelling traditions. I pay my respect to Elders past, present and emerging. Now let's get into today's episode. As we find ourselves past the halfway point in October, I've heard lots of you feeling the pressure. It's that time of year when we collectively raise the stakes and get hung up on what we want to get done before December 31. Does this sound a little bit familiar? But why do we make such a big deal out of this end-of-year milestone? Is it really as important as we make it out to be? And is it possible that we're burdening ourselves with unnecessary pressure? I'm here today to remind you that it's okay to ease off the accelerator, to be kind to yourself, and to acknowledge that success isn't confined to a specific time frame. We don't want to just survive the last quarter of a year. Rather, it's all about thriving at your own pace. So with that in mind, today I'm sharing 12 tips to help you navigate this loaded time of year with balance, joy, and fulfillment without feeling like you're just racing against the clock. Without further ado, here's tip number one, engage in conversation. If you have the energy right now, networking, collaborating, and celebrating with others in the small business community can feel really good at this time of year. I mean, let's face it, you're all going through similar things. It's been a crazy kind of a year in small business. We we all know that, very uncertain times. And it can be really good to say these things out loud. If you approach conversations with curiosity, you might make a deeper connection with someone, have a good laugh or let some stress go. I just had a really great conversation on the podcast for an upcoming interview with someone who I haven't really known before and I felt so much more alive and energized after our conversation and just a deeper connection and it just felt really it felt really meaningful so just don't underestimate the power of a good conversation if you're a team of one why not plan an interview gathering with a bizbard or a bunch of other soloists so you don't feel left out there's lots of end of year and christmas parties going on for those friends and family working in house and sometimes it can be easy to feel like oh I'm, i don't get to do that working for myself. So one of my favorite December events is actually the day I spend with 11 small business friends. We take some time to reflect on the year that was, then we have lunch together, and then we spend the afternoon doing some creative vision boarding and imagining for the year ahead. And it's a really beautiful day. Just be sure to balance your social time with your solo time to help you manage your energy over these last few months. Tip number two, Reframe the time frame. Funnily enough, goals and success are not limited to a calendar year. Even if we can get stuck in that mindset sometimes, 
Time is really a societal construct. And I've seen podcast producer Sarah Harney post about this quite a bit recently too. So while a year or an end of year is one way to set benchmarks, it's not the only time or way to do this. So for example, rather than just thinking about what you want to achieve by the end of the year, consider what tasks or projects will flow into the next or conversely, what you don't want to do before the end of the year or what you'll let go of before the end of the year. This can help you to reevaluate your priorities and what's really important to you. It might be worth checking back in with your values as you do this because they can be really helpful to anchor you in your answers. Tip number three is to set realistic expectations. Now, I'm someone who doesn't always match expectation up with reality, particularly when it comes to how long things take. So I'm really great at saying, I'll be ready in 10 minutes and it's never 10 minutes. It's always at least double that. That's what my husband tells me anyway. So I'm not great at matching expectations up with reality. If you're tempted to set overly ambitious year-end goals, just remember the potential stress that can come along with that. You'd be far better off setting realistic expectations that you can reasonably achieve. You'll feel much better about it that way. Take some time first to identify high-impact tasks so you can focus on the most crucial projects for the year-end. And if you can, possibly delegate or outsource or just strike some things off your list. This can help you to free up your time so that you can focus on those high-value tasks and give yourself some time and space to actually think. Tip number four is to focus on quality over speed. So rather than rushing to meet some sort of arbitrary deadline, try to take the time you need to focus on the quality of your work. Often, the best results actually come from patience and dedication. And while there is a time to push through or to embrace imperfect action, think about what's driving your pace. And November and December are a time where you really feel like you want to push or are you better off just laying quality foundations and preparing things for next year? Just remember that your success as a small business owner, freelancer, or person isn't defined by what's achieved by December 31st but by your consistent effort and progress over time. There are so many more success metrics too, things like flexibility, freedom and so on that are trickier to measure, but just as important as those outputs. Tip number five is to celebrate progress. Make sure you take a moment during this busy time of year to celebrate some progress you've made, even if you're not at the end of something. And yes, that was in quotation marks. Small victories and milestones are always worth acknowledging, and they also help us to sustain momentum over a longer period of time. So what's something you could do to celebrate? Take yourself out for a hot chocolate or give yourself an afternoon off and go for a swim. A little reward goes a long way. And if you're your own boss, stop waiting for someone else to give it to you. It is, in fact, yours for the taking. Tip number six, remember, life happens. Life can be unpredictable and at any time of the year, you could face unexpected challenges. We've absolutely seen this as a collective over the past several years, which has, you know, made us experts at pivoting and adapting. But the reality of entrepreneurship and just being human is that circumstances are always changing. It's just part of it. However, if you can be flexible and adjust your plans, this can often lead to even better outcomes. 
make sure you give yourself permission to prioritize your well-being, your mental health and family over your business goals when necessary, or just to adapt your goals as needed. Now, I'm interrupting my own episode with a short announcement. That's because my first ever course is now live and available to purchase. It's called Not Just About Copy, The Foundations Course, and it's a self-paced online course for business owners and freelancers who want to write better copy with more purpose, know-how, and ease. The foundational nature of this course will also bring you business clarity to help you plan and market with greater confidence in your own way. You can choose to buy the course on its own or upgrade for three months accountability and support in not just about copy the community, which is my online membership. You can check out all the details at emmamcmillancopy.com forward slash not dash just dash about dash copy dash foundations dash course. But don't worry, that link is in the show notes. If you're an email subscriber, make sure you grab the code in today's email to get special early bird pricing on the course. If you're not yet a subscriber to my weekly email, you can do that via my website too. Why not grab one of my new freebies while you're there? Okay, now back to the show and my final six tips. Tip number seven, keep your long-term vision in mind. The end of the year can feel like a bit of a bottleneck. Just try to remember to put your head up to look beyond short-term goals and consider your long-term vision for your business. It's about building something sustainable, not just achieving quick wins. Tip number eight, let go of comparison and peer pressure. Comparing your progress to others is never a good idea. You know the expression, run your own race. It's commonplace for a reason. I really encourage you to focus on your unique journey and pace. You never know what's going on in anyone else's life or business, so it just doesn't make sense to benchmark yourself against others or compare yourself. In the same way, success is a deeply personal concept, so you really should define it in your own terms with your own metrics, not based on external pressures. And if this means muting particular social media accounts or taking breaks from socials, do it. I do it. Whatever it takes to help you focus on what's important to you. Tip number nine, give yourself permission to rest. And if you can't give it to yourself, I'm giving it to you. It can feel counterintuitive to rest and recharge as the year hurtles towards the end, but burning out in pursuit of your end of year goals could just be counterproductive in the long run. So things like mindfulness, walking, yoga, exercise, or listening to music can help to manage stress and anxiety you might be feeling. But if they don't float your boat, I want you to pick what works for you. I'm part of a choir, for instance, here in Melbourne, and we rehearse every Tuesday night. It is such a tonic because it feels creative, but also grounding, and it has nothing to do with work. Tip number 10 is to show your appreciation. Showing gratitude to your loyal clients and customers is a great way to promote goodwill and connecting back in with your clients and customers at this point in the year has some unexpected benefits. It can reconnect you to your purpose and remind you of all the great projects you worked on and people you connected with throughout the year. It's a great way to reflect. I love taking time to write personal cards and to send small gifts to clients who've worked with me one-on-one to thank them for supporting my business. 
I also make sure I organise a Christmas donation for the Indigenous Literacy Foundation, which is my chosen charity. Tip number 11 is to review your finances. The end of year is a good time to do a financial review. By assessing things like revenue, expenses and profit, you go into the new year with the ability to make informed decisions. Again, we're talking about thriving, not surviving. So knowledge is power, okay? And if times are tight, and let's face it, for a lot of us, they are, this could be a way to get some funds back in your pocket in time for the holiday season. For instance, can you wind back a subscription or another unnecessary expense? And my final tip, tip number 12, is don't freak out in January. It's really normal for your inbox to be super quiet from Christmas through January. Try to embrace going slow like the rest of the world, especially if you're in Australia, where we'll be making the most of summer. You can get some sunshine, plant your feet in the grass or on the sand, spend some time with family and friends, and without AirPods in your ears, you could see what comes in the white space and the silence and get ready to do it all again next year. I'm going to recap those 12 tips for you now. Tip number one, engage in conversation. Tip number two, reframe the time frame. Tip number three, set realistic expectations. Tip number four, focus on quality over speed. Tip number five, celebrate progress. Tip number six, remember life happens. Tip number seven, keep your long-term vision in mind. Tip number eight, let go of comparison and peer pressure. Tip number nine, give yourself permission to rest. Tip number 10, show your appreciation. Tip number 11, review your finances. And tip number 12, don't freak out in January. As I wrap up this episode, I want you to remember that it's not about how much you've accomplished by the end of the year. Give yourself permission to ease up on the pressure, prioritize your well-being and set your own pace that allows you to thrive and finish the year with something left in the tank. Thanks so much for listening and I hope you loved this episode. If you did, please rate and review the podcast. That's the best way for others to find it. And don't forget to check out my brand new self-paced course, not just about copy, the foundations. The link is in the show notes. That's it for now. I'll be back in your ears very soon.